The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. And he said to him, All these I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. The Gospel of the Lord. So once again, a welcome to all those here in the church and those praying with us via live stream as we gather on this first Sunday of our Lenten journey. These 40 days in which we seek to draw closer to Christ's love and to become him in our world today. This weekend, I am going to be starting a new message series called Simply Repent. It's going to be a three homily, three message uh, series. Uh, during the season of Lent to focus in on what it really means to repent because we hear that, especially on Ash Wednesday when we're marked on our foreheads with the words repent and believe in the gospel. We know that during the Lenten season it is, of course, most appropriate to go to the sacrament of reconciliation to seek forgiveness of sins, but it just doesn't stop there. What's the fullness of this understanding for us to repent? And how does that help us become proclaimers of the good news? So I want to define uh, repentance, or the word repent, uh, in a particular way. It's to rearrange your entire way of thinking, feeling, and being in order to embrace God's path for us. So it's not simply saying, I'm going to, confess my sins and I'm going to try to avoid sins or during this season of Lent if we decide to give up Tim Horton's coffee or Facebook or Netflix that's just one part it's if we just give those things up but don't fill that time and fill that opportunity with prayer 
with outreach to those in need, with some way of inviting and drawing ourselves closer to Christ, it doesn't really transform us. So going to confession and, and looking at the ways we need to change our lives is important, but why do we need to have those lives changed? It's so that we can be more like Christ in our world today. And so to rearrange, repent means to totally transform. It's like a mega spring cleaning of your house because we're getting hints of the spring that is coming. Watch, it's going to snow tomorrow. But we're getting to this point where it's a, it's a call of totally changing our lives. And every Lent, we need to do that, to reprioritize, to rearrange, to place Christ at the center. It's that call of Lent. Reorganize, reshuffle, flip things over so that we're not at the center of our lives, but Christ is, and to follow his pathway, not our own. To follow where he wants us to go, to be instruments of grace, because that's living the fullness of our faith. Not just in receiving grace, receiving God's love, receiving his presence, but then being able to share that with those around us. And I think the gospel for us today gives us this insight in this first few days of our Lenten journey. We heard in the temptations of the devil uh, with Jesus in those 40 days, at the end of the 40 days, we hear Jesus respond, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The devil tempts Jesus, is famished, he's hungry. There's these stones, and the devil says, change these stones into bread. You have the power. You can do this. And Jesus responds that the fullness of our lives, that only God can fill our hearts. Not different things, not even the, simply the choices that we make or the abilities that we have, but only God can fill our hearts. And in a particular, particular way, during the season of Lent, it might be a chance for us to allow the Word of God, the Scriptures, to be a bigger part of our lives this Lent that we reflect on the readings before coming to Mass, that we figure out how the Lord is speaking to us. What is he trying to say? What is he trying to share? How is he calling us to be him in this world? Only God's love and God's presence can fill our lives. The second temptation is, you know, go up to uh, the pinnacle of the temple, throw yourself down, the devil says, and God is, the Father is going to save you. Now, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Jesus responds again, it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Do not challenge, do not see if he's going to be there, because God is always faithful. He's always there for us. We don't need to test that, but we also don't need to challenge that. Our faith reminds us to place our trust in him and knowing that he will always guide us if we follow his path. If we follow where he is calling us to share that good news, to live our lives for others and not for ourselves. Another theme during this Lenten season is to get beyond ourselves and to focus in on God who then calls us to focus and to live for others. We don't put God to the test, but we try to draw close to the Lord 
And we build that sense of trust. So during this season of Lent, to build and develop that trust, it's important for us to take time to pray. But a prayer that really kind of quiets our hearts and our lives to be able to hear God's voice, not give them the shopping list of things that we try to negotiate, you know. Uh, here's my list of things, God, if you do that, I'm going to give a big donation to the family of parishes. Or I will help out the poor. We kind of negotiate with God. And we know that simply doesn't work. That our prayer, we have prayers to say, but prayer kind of leads into this silence for us to be able to listen to God. Not only to trust Him, but to fall in love with God. Whom then we follow out of love and not of, out of obligation. The last one is the devil takes uh, Jesus and shows him all the uh, uh, kingdoms and all the authority of, of the earth, all the power, all the wealth, everything, and says, you will have all of this if you simply worship me. We so often get caught up in all of those things that are around us, whether it's items, technology, whether it's positions of authority, power, to be able to make decisions that affect other people's lives, feeling important. Jesus responds, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only Him. Because in the end, hopefully in our Lenten journey, we realize that all we really need is Jesus in our lives. And that's why during the season of Lent, we kind of make decisions to push away things. Even things that we like, but things that dominate our time, to push them away so that we have room to recognize what is most important. Christ's love, Christ's grace, Christ's presence, so that he can help transform, that we can truly repent, change direction, overturn our lives, placing the Lord first because it's that constant tug of war as the devil tempts us to think of ourselves to turn away from the Lord so how are we trying to do that in our family of parishes during this season of Lent this past Friday night we had our first of our living mercy series so Friday nights of here at blessed sacrament 630 mass and then a little reflection from one of the pastoral team that focuses in on some of the teachings of Pope Francis during the Jubilee Year of Mercy of 2016. We've taken some themes because we're called to live mercy, or another word for mercy is love. And then after that brief reflection, we have the way of the cross to recognize Jesus' love for us, but also what we're called to do to take up our cross and to help others carry their cross every day. We are live streaming those uh, celebrations as well for those who can't be with us. So take a look at the opportunity. Also during our Lenten season this coming Tuesday and for the four next Tuesday mornings, we're going to be at St. Ursula's uh, from 10 to 11.30 are going to be having a little series called A Lent to Remember, A Lenten Encounter with Mercy, free of charge. But we're going to take this little video series uh, from forum.org and talk about Lent, talk about the Sacrament of Reconciliation, and kind of pray through how the Lord calls us to be Him in this world.
You won't be able to see this uh, in detail, but this is a list of all the celebrations of the Way of the Cross in our family parishes during Lent. You know, in particular during Lent, we pray the Way of the Cross to acknowledge and to recognize Christ's love for us and his willing to die so that we may be saved, to show us the best way to live our lives. And so in the Way of the Cross, we also recognize that that is our way of life. How are we called to sacrifice? How are we called to serve? And it's a great form of prayer to recalibrate our lives to fully repent. Also this year we're doing our uh, Lenten door-to-door campaign. We have 500 bags, Lenten bags, with various things in them, 100 for each church. And at the end of Mass today, we're going to be inviting people to take one bag and to drop it off to somebody who can't get to church, somebody who you think that might need it. And you might take a bag not knowing who you're going to give it to. And it's filled with prayers and information. If you don't know who to give it to, take the bag and then, you know, go to your neighborhood, find out someone, put it on their door handle, ring the doorbell, and run. <laughs> Listen, whatever way it takes to proclaim the good news, this um, Lent, little Lenten exercise reminds us that Lent is not about us, ourselves. Lent is how we truly repent and transform so that we can share the good news, so that we can connect with people and give them opportunities to encounter Jesus in a special way. It builds this sense of community and allows people who maybe would never have encountered Christ, does that through us, through our small action. And so we're going to invite people, uh, so take one, one bag, uh, if there's any left over next week, we'll invite people again so that they're all gone and so that they're all spread out to people, again, who can't make it to Mass, can't make it to our celebrations, so that they, of course, feel that they belong, and, but to also to those who you don't know or, or people that you know that maybe are not uh, drifted Catholics or not even Catholics, just say, here's a bag, take, take a look. Maybe some of this will help. It's one small way of us being disciples in our world today. And then also last weekend we've uh, fully initiated our Ignite the Mission uh, time of reflection. Our family of parishes cannot stay the way it is, and people have been hearing that from me for a long time. Well, now it's the time to change. We are transforming so that, and, and we're living, I think, a full way, this call to repent, to change everything that we do so that not to survive but so that we can thrive in the mission given to us by Christ which is to share the good news and we have to adapt and change so that we can be equipped fully to go out into the world and share Christ's love and so there's a page on the website with information we have uh, the Apostles of a New Era document that was available that's still available at the back of all the churches in March we have uh, sharing sessions that we're inviting parishioners to come together to reflect on some questions of how we move forward. After that consultation, after that conversation, after that prayer, then decisions start being made and we move forward. Forward together. We're also, there's a prayer for this 
journey, and I'm thankful especially to the Ursuline sisters who are praying the prayer Ignite the Mission uh, every single day, and that prayer is in the bulletin. And so we're looking to be transformed to be missionaries. So as we continue in our Mass and continue in this Lenten journey, we take a look at that definition to repent, to rearrange your entire way of thinking, feeling, and being in order to embrace God's path for us. May we fall in love with the Lord again this Lent. May we trust him and may we follow him.